This is the mayor of the internet. And it's that time, baby. It is time for the funniest guy at work. You know that's right. With the great Brandino and Giblet. And here's your host, the man who hangs out in the kitchen and parties, baby, Nate Starr. Welcome to the funniest guy at work. I am Nate. And this is the show where we talk about the news, pop culture, and anything that is on our minds. And when I say we, this week, I'm talking about my friend. So, hailing from the baddest part of town, he is Giblet. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's me and Shros tonight. And, uh... There's no, there's no Brandino to hold me back tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm off the chain. I like uh, how you started it off like you and I are going to be hosting a slow jam, like midnight <laughs> radio show. It's like, it's oh, like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, you know that's right. It's just Nate and Eddie, Giblet and Trost going to be doing their thing all night long. Yeah, hibbity dibbity, rat a tat tat. Speaking of which, I would like to have a moment of silence. Not necessarily now. We can do it after the show. For DJ Slowpans. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Domino's.com website, when you order pizza online, you have your choice of radio theme for the Domino's Pizza Tracker. And my favorite was always DJ Slowpans, who did a R&B style, gonna make love to you broadcast about the pizza that you're making. Oh, yeah. And it was hilarious, but they destroyed it probably because it was too sexual. And I I don't blame them for that because there were a couple of intimate moments between DJ Slowpants and I, I felt. But um, it's gone now. So now I'm stuck doing the stupid uh, reggae one, which is borderline offensive. Which is it, is, uh, it is it is basically borderline racist. It's like, oh, yeah, man, <laughs> you've got the pizza nice and hot for you. The pizza's coming out, Lord of mercy. We put extra ganja on it, man. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's it's done by Mr. Reggae, <laughs> and it's uh, like it's that level of shit, just like 1950s style. I I also enjoy shitty Antonio Banderas uh, on the Love One that comes out at um, uh, in February, which is just like, oh yes, it is time to make the pizza. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to hear that one. <laughs> it's a, it's a good one. It's a, I turn it off because it's like, it's almost like you're reading, you're like listening to a telenovela, uh, <laughs> uh, for your pizza. I, uh, I'm actually, I'm not a sports guy, but I really enjoy, uh, the, I think it's the basket. No, I think it's the baseball one, and it's just like your order is heating up. Yeah, I've, I've heard the baseball one. There have been times where I've ordered pizza late in the night and I'm a little too touched to do anything else. And I'll just literally listen to the entire thing from prep to delivery. And uh, it's like I'm listening to an old timey radio station. It's just <laughs> it's it's a little weird, but that's how we roll here in the Danctuary. <laughs> danctuary. Your honor's getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hard rocking one. Yeah. Yep. And then what's great is I'll sometimes I'll you know I'll order it here in the uh, the comedy zone, and I'll go out and I'll do you know, I'll be with my family and everything waiting for movie night, and uh, and I'll forget that and so the tracker is still on, and uh, and then it's like this really sad thing because it's the order is done but you still hear like it'll sunlight and just go like, 
like, <laughs> like they'll just be like these like electric bolts from the uh, the rock and roll one, and mm-hmm. like with like the Tesla coils that they're using for rock. And so you just be, and I'll just be, I walk in to grab like a hat or something, and be like, I'm like, oh shit, let's close. Sorry, everybody, concert's over. I've done that with the reggae one, and it's just like, like I'll turn off my computer or I'll turn off the TV and I'll turn it back on twelve hours later, and it's still like that damn bird is still dancing and the the water is still lapping. And I picture like every once in a while the 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 racist reggae guy comes out, he's like, hey man. How was that pizza? <laughs> you know, you can be turning off the window anytime you like, man. <laughs> you can shut it down. Let him mercy. Be <laughs> sure to rate your experience, man. <laughs> Do you got anything nice to say to the nice guys who made your pizza? Did Ahmed order the pizza correctly for you, man? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, here in Tulip City, it'd be like, uh, hey, uh, did Jerry do okay? <laughs> Was welcome to your eye again. Uh, that's uh, that's our in-depth look at the uh, the Domino's Pizza Tracker. Yes, uh, this where... this episode brought to you by Domino's. <laughs> by Domino's, of Pizza. Domino's Pizza Tracker. It's gotta be, gotta be Domino's. <laughs> Domino's. The McDonald's of pizza. <laughs> Domino's. Hey, you'll eat it. <laughs> Domino's. We're open later than any other pizza chain. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Domino's. Hey, we're not Little Caesars, are we? <laughs> Domino's. We have better coverage than Pizza Hut. And that's just literally on their pizza. Like... <laughs> You're not getting the bald patch like when you get the Pizza Hut pizza. Oh yeah, you get a Pizza Hut from, uh, or you get a Pizza Hut pizza. There's a ninety percent chance that they like we're down to like the last corner of a bag of mozzarella for your pizza, and they're like, eh, you know, I gotta go all the way back to the fridge to get it, but you know, I can just ship it out. Who the fuck cares? They already paid. I have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to call. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna put you on blast for this one. I'm gonna next time I order pizza, which will be very soon. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will check it. Yeah, pizza Instagram Hut. it. <laughs> Instagram it. The uh, the thing with Pizza Hut is that it's one of the few uh, delivery places in the area that does Pepsi products, and I am a huge Pepsi fan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a Pepsi Mark, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got Pizza Hut. I've got Papa John's. And I've got a local place that all do Pepsi, and that's about it. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, he is taking a swig of Diet Pepsi as I speak this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Diet Pepsi. Um, They re-released. Now, did you hear about this? Um, This isn't topical, so this is it. But, I mean, they actually put back out the aspartame Diet Pepsi. Oh, did they? I'm glad to hear that because I did not like the sucralose Pepsi. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you know, respect words do. I understand why you and others like you probably like the Sucralose Pepsi because it's it's sweeter and it does have a more soda-like taste. But to me, it kind of tastes like Diet Lies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I'm in a situation where I have to drink Diet Soda, I want I want to hate it. Well, you know, I, that's <laughs> I why I hate straight myself. Through, 
I want to go straight for Diet Coke. That's what it is. Like, I want to, I want to feel like I'm drinking literally nothing else if I'm drinking Diet Soda. Diet Coke um, can literally kiss my balls. I cannot <laughs> stand it. I cannot stand it in the least. I, that is the proof. I mean, like, it is, uh, I, I'm not a, a middle-aged woman, so I cannot enjoy Diet Coke uh, while I ogle a uh, construction worker on his coffee break. To be fair, I do think about that every single time I drink a Diet Coke. I pretend that I'm the construction worker. (laughs) And the whole scene is just really disappointing. I am up here. I am up here. (laughs) uh... Well, my thing is I'm not a construction worker. I work in an office. So imagine me sitting at my cubicle, shirt off for some reason, and I'm just drinking Diet Coke. And everyone is really uncomfortable with it. And that's kind of probably because you're just like, well, I guess it's time. <laughs> there well, we, go. we go. I hope no one looks at me. <laughs> oh, it's time to be time to wheel out the old meat man. Everybody just look away. Time to check my email half naked. Huh. <laughs> Looks like we got a notice here about keeping your shirt on while you drink soda. <laughs> Who's that for? Somebody else? <laughs> Hate to be that guy. <laughs> ah, well, I know they're obviously referring to somebody who can't fucking pull it off. <laughs> Just with a horribly self-deluded person. Just like, like even so, after being directly told like, not to do it, it's just like, I don't know who they mean, but it's got to be pretty rough. So uh, speaking of jobs, yeah, <clears throat> I have a, I have a segment. You never uh, in pre-production. He didn't tell me if we could do this or not. So now, <laughs> green light. Uh, I took your uh, your avoidance as one hundred percent onboarditude. <laughs> Silence means yes. Silence means yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of jobs, uh, I have a segment, and I it's called "Tell Me Why Your Job Sucks." And yes, your job does suck. So. Here's the thing that I've discovered about myself. <clears throat> I'm 37 years old now. I've worked many jobs. Uh, everything, jobs. everything from, you know, flipping burgers to serving in the army. And now I'm a writer editor for the office of the federal register. And here's what I've discovered about myself. I hate working. <laughs> it does not matter what the job is. It doesn't, it does not matter the task at all, whether it, it plays to my strengths, to my weaknesses, to my passions. If I'm getting a paycheck for it, I fucking hate it. Always. I swear to God, this is, I hope this is an experiment I get to do someday. I, I suspect if I were to get a job as a professional blow job tester, I think probably at around the 60 to 90 day mark, I'd be like, God damn it, fucking blow job. 90 days. Literally the end of the probationary period of the job. <laughs> yeah. You are you are you are donezo. You I'm are, like, I can't do this anymore. I gave it 30 days and there's only so many times a man can be blown in a day. I'm so tired of this. Givlet is donezo Washington. He is uh he has had enough after 90 days of anything. I well isn't it true, you know, don't they say um when you do what you love you never work a day in your life. Hmm? Well, 
I thought about that. And the thing is, here's what I love. I love sitting on my couch and having money just rain down from the ceiling. <laughs> on me. Right. And if but you even, had that. <laughs> the thing is, even if that were true, I'd be all like, fuck, I got to bring this cash to the bank. I got to make a fucking deposit. No. I got to pay bills with this shit. No. Well, I guess, yeah. Then you got to put No, man, it's can, baby. It's can. Get this straight. Let me get this straight. In the scenario where cash spontaneously comes from the ceiling, that shit's tax-free. Well, that's tax-free, dude. That's under the... Well, in this case, it's over the table. Uh, uh, that's that patented FGW comedy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, man. Hey, I'm on a bit of a rant here about why I hate working in general. Why don't you tell me why your job sucks? Uh, well, actually... Um, and, uh, oh, let's, let's get this out of the way, too, because we're human beings. You and I both are grateful to have jobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grateful to not be poor. Yeah. So, or, or you know, just to get by or whatever. Like, so we're not say, we're not being a pair of ungrateful asses who are saying you know work sucks, but work does suck. It does. And it's yeah. Suck that we accept as part of our existence. So I have that, um I've held in my lifetime at most recent counts seven hundred thousand jobs. I have done <laughs> literally anything outside that you do not need a degree for. I think I've done it for at least half a day. I uh, could not, uh, you know, and... Um, it's true, folks. I've known him for a long time. He's done a lot, have, he's had a lot of jobs. I have had a lot of jobs. Some pretty cool, some pretty uh, amazing, and just didn't really work out. But uh, and then some that I just absolutely loathe. I'm lucky now that I have a job that I actually like. But if I were to say the hardest part about having a job is that... I don't get to do it whenever I want. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I could, if I could just be like, hey, I'm going to log in for like two hours and bleep, 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 do my job and then be done for a month and then uh, still get paid the same. That'd be fantastic. Uh, it would be uh, nice if you could choose the hours of your job. Like, <laughs> okay, here you go. Here are the last two hours of my day when I'm too drunk to do anything else. <laughs> Yeah, I would just, uh, I'd be like, you know what, I got a little, ah, we go, I'm, I'm a little bored. I played enough, <laughs> yeah. enough Xbox today. I think I'll just go, I'll yeah. go do some work for Xbox. Yeah, yeah I've, I've gotten to kind of a boring mission in Assassin's Creed. I could do some work now. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go do this, you know. Oh, I can't I can't think of anything hilarious for a blog that I never keep up with. <laughs> uh, I'll just uh, I'll just work for a couple hours. Maybe I'll get something there. That would be nice. No, and keep in mind, like I've told stories about the, the the people I encounter with my job. I don't use any names or anything, HIPAA rules and everything. But yeah. and then people are like, "You need to do that on stage. You know, you that's stand up routine. Do that. Do that. Just talk about that uh, that horrible call you had." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm like that's not how that's, that's not, not how, how it works. works. That's not how comedy works. You don't you don't get up and just be like, hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen.'" Let me tell you, first, let me preface by saying this is my job and this is how it works. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I mean, that, it's not just the thing with comedy either. It's, the, like, I'm a writer. So, like, when I have some funny story, someone's like, there's a story in that. You should write a story about that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how about I write a story about my fist in your fucking mouth? <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, that's a big jump. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I went dark there. <laughs> that's a it's kind of a kind of a leap. Kind of a, hmm, hmm. a little sign language for you. This is quantum yeah. leap. 
translates very well to audio. Uh, that was the episode where he was the uh, the stripper who taught the deaf girl to dance. Quantum Leap. Yeah, Quantum Leap, classic show. Talked about it before. <laughs> have we on this show? I, I I don't know. I have not been on all the shows. <laughs> I just assume you've talked about every show that's been on the, in the nineties for a while. <laughs> we did. We did a whole month of Quantum Leap. <laughs> it was only a month. <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably talked about the show at least. Um, let's see. We've been on the show. We've been on the air for. We've been doing it for what three years now? Three years this October. Yeah, yeah. Um. So for three years, we've talked about Quantum Leap. <laughs> Uh, hey, we've got we've got a pretty rich amount of TV show jokes though, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the whole Law and Order thing about finding dead bodies anywhere in New York City. I mean, that's a that's a thing. That's a that is a show thing. On. Why don't you do a show on that, huh? <laughs> Why don't you do a show on all the bodies that they find in Law and Order? <laughs> I always wanted to do a show called After Leap, where um, the person who Sam Beckett left into. Uh, has to answer to all the weird shit that he did when Sam Beckett was him. <laughs> that would be an awesome show. You know, it's just like, hey, Anthony, uh, remember you had grizzled hitman, but you know you were such a nice guy there for like a month or something. However, the timeline works when Sam Beckett was in your body. <laughs> you know, you really gave the Godfather what for. Normally, you know, you'd never do that. You're a real company guy. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, get this. I was abducted by aliens. Bocce balls. Cake balls. Or all Italian cake balls. this is not the episode where Sam leaps into the uh, the mentally disabled boy. No, one Shit. of the same. One of the same. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> I, I'm not very good with accents. That is. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I was like, either he's a New York cabbie <laughs> or he's mentally handicapped. He's a mentally there's apparently two because one is you know they're talking back and forth in uh, <laughs> uh, that was the dialogue between two people but um, yeah so but yeah uh, but coming back to the main topic of why uh, my job sucks because like I watched a TED talk about it and they had a really fancy name for it but it's just like basically I'm just a person who wants to just know a bunch of shit. Like, I don't want to be pigeonholed to one job for the rest of my life. I'd be like, ah, you know, I want to do this for six months, and then I want to roll on and learn this, because it's new, and it's fresh, and it's exciting. And, um, you know, like, honestly, if I could, I would just, like, go to college forever and just, like, learn everything. And then by, like, the time I died, it turns out, like, oh, he had a hundred degrees. <laughs> and then they do a quaint story on me. I was, like, the Joe Pesci character. I, I'm the exact opposite. I don't want to learn a goddamn thing. You're done learning. I'm done. I didn't even want my master's degree. I only got it because the the uh, the GI Bill was paying for my housing. <laughs> so I am like I stopped learning new things like four years ago. Like mm. I'm resentful at my job currently. I uh, part of my job is I have to answer uh, questions that people submit to the Electoral College website about functions of the Electoral College, because I work for the legal department of uh, the Office of the Federal Register. We handle the Electoral College, so I get a lot of questions. And uh, every time I learn something new about the Electoral College, I don't want to know it. I don't want to fucking know it. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there is, uh, you could always start running for Disney sitcoms. That's got to be easy money. That has got to be easy money. This sitcom money has got to be the easiest money. 
Oh, especially, yeah. Especially you get some, some fucking hack show like Big Bang Theory. Like That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like Disney level where it's like uh, line, line, joke, line, line, joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Give me, give me the chance. Give me the chance. I can throw out dad humor all damn day. <laughs> my my dream has always been to write for like Nat Geo Kids, like a like a real basic like science magazine, ear, uh, like geared for like the elementary school. Because then I'm getting paid to be like, hey, kangaroos have pouches. Whoa, <laughs> starburst, yeah. <laughs> See, you know, there's a job where I don't have to learn anything. Right. But I'll probably still fucking hate it because I'll be like, I'm on deadline. I got to write fucking 350 words about <laughs> koalas by Friday. Nice. I also went to koala. That is, uh, <laughs> that was my, that was where I went. I was just like, ah, if he doesn't, I'm going to bring up koalas. There's a thing there. There's a thing. Koalas are a creature of mystery. There, There's a story there. Right about that. Right, right about koalas. Right about koalas. Fascinating creatures. I bet you could do. I bet you could do an entire set, an entire fifteen-minute set on koalas, <laughs> and that would go over so well with adults who have paid money to come and see comedians perform. <laughs> koalas are funny creatures. You should do a bit about koalas. Oh, oh they're always clinging to things. I know, like, they really love eucalyptus. I bet they never get sore throats. <laughs> they cling to trees as tightly as uh, my wife does to the in-laws. Yeah. She clings tightly to a good salad in Macy's. <laughs> God, now I hate myself. Thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think we both went to a dark place right there. Right. And it, you know what? I blame it on koalas. Fuck koalas. Fuck koalas. You heard it here first, guys. Hashtag fuck koalas. Hashtag, it's trending right now. Right now, right after Donald Trump can't swim. Here's here's the scoreboard right now. Uh, brought to you by Domino's. <laughs> fuck koalas. Fuck koalas. Don't forget it. You can reach us on Instagram at fuck koalas. <laughs> Man, I gotta tell you, here's another unsanctioned bit. Uh, I don't, I can't handle the Instagram, man. I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I'm, I'm gonna mention now that for the second time, I'm 37 years old, and there are just like, I think we might have even talked about this in the show before. There's just a line that gets drawn at some point where you're like, I don't do this technology anymore. Like, I can't. Like for me, it's Facebook. And a little Twitter. And that's it. Like, Instagram, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Tumblr, Jesus. I actually want to create a character called Little Twitter. Little Twitter? <laughs> little Twitter. Little, little Twitter. Twitter. Little Twitter. What up, everybody? I'm microblogging. I'm Little Twitter. <laughs> so it's like he's funky fresh. He's he's dope as hell. <laughs> Uh, that, that's I that's that a nineties well our younger audience nineties nineties pitchman stuff right there. <laughs> you know he's he's fly. He's, uh, he's he's happening with the kids. Oh yeah yeah. Oh man, he is he is chill Modi that guy. We put uh, some Nike shoes on him. Do a little cross promotion. <laughs> You're not getting Nike shoes. Um, no, I am. That's that's so it's so weird is because you've always been the techno guy. I know, right? I have and... I have an Apple Watch, but SoundCloud frightens me. 
Whereas, like, uh, I actually, I went to Instagram because people started, people were bitching that I took too many selfies and put them on Facebook. So, <laughs> is, I, that, is that really something that's that's happened? Have people approached you and been like, dude, lay off the selfies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's well known here on the show that I am uh, the one, I am like a Dorian Gray on the show because I am... <laughs> desperately clinging to my youth but uh yeah i've taken literally hundreds hundreds of selfies sometimes two a day um and uh so i was you know and i'd post them i'd just post them on facebook i'm like what the fuck ever you know people post shit about cats or uh people post you know memes that i've that are just old as dirt you know hey i for one you know your kids are beautiful and all but I'd rather see a picture of you. <laughs> I didn't go to high school with your fucking kids. Uh, yeah, you did. Because <laughs> if you ever, <laughs> you ever if you you know, meet my oldest son, and you'll be like, oh yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's uh, so like I was posing them, and and people never say it to me. Like we'd be somewhere, and um, like we'd be and we'd be out with mutual friends or something. I'd be like, you know, getting beer or, or you know, stepping away from the group, and they'd be like. Huh? Yeah, it takes sure it takes a lot of selfies. Nah. Why does the guy take so many selfies? He's always in black and white. He's like, is he doing duck lips? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. <laughs> I am in great shape for the first time in my life. Now I'm gonna own this. So nice. I went to Instagram and I was like. And then people will ask me to, you know, they'll, they'll be like, oh, uh, so-and-so wants to follow you. Because I made it private. So that way, you know, it's like, if you want to follow me, you know, you got to ask. You know, instead of just, you know, following me and then being like, why are you doing so James Gandolfini. That's what, one of his last things he asked me. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Rest what in a, peace. What a shitty James Gandolfini that was. <laughs> like, more like the one where he's making fun of the kid with hair lip is what it sounded like. Um... But anyway, so like now, you know, people will follow me, and I'll just be like, "Hey, welcome to my selfie museum." <laughs> it's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm at the beach, what places? Boing!" Like I even post like before we go on the show every week. There's a picture of me in my huge uh, old timey headphones, your cans, in my cans, and it's like I write, "It's showtime." Hashtag FGW. You did, yeah. I, I, me myself, I'm waiting for that moment where I get stopped about my constant posting i uh i have a thing now where i tend to post quite a bit on things that i find funny and then next morning i wake up and i'm like i'm I'm not as funny as i think i am and i'm i'm waiting someday for someone to be like ed you should slow that stuff down you know maybe workshop it a little put it in the kitchen for a minute who who like (laughs) let ye who hath not sinned cast (laughs) the first stone on facebook who has the brass cojones to come up to you and be like, you know, as far as posting goes, they're not quite as witty as me and my constant sharing of anti-acid comics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, have you seen this video, this uh, gif of a cat uh, that's been that's 10 years old? I posted it four times yesterday. You know, you <laughs> In know a row. You have a lot to say about E24.com, Ed, but I never see you posting about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> How about that? How about that? 
I figured that'll probably happen before anything else. Someone's mm-hmm. gonna be like, "Hey Ed, why don't you talk about cops shooting black people?" Yep, my purpose will stay away from that because um, it's dumb. I mean, it's that it's dumb that cops shoot black people. Yeah, of course. It. But soapboxing on Facebook is akin to brushing your teeth while eating Oreos. It's a stupid, stupid thing. It's and it's a stupid, snarky card, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> I I hate it. I hate it so much. I cannot stand. Like I I I I've, I've made my jokes about political figures on Facebook. Like every time somebody dropped out of the race uh, on the Democratic part on the Democratic ticket, and I acted like it mattered uh, because like it was like from like from the moment Bernie and Hillary both said that they were running. As far as the American media was concerned, that was it. Like, anybody else could have been running, and nobody would have known about it. It would have been like, Andy Kaufman is alive, and he's running on the Democratic ticket. We'd be like, great, great, but uh, maybe you guys haven't heard, but Hillary and Bernie Sanders are running. And uh, and when it first when he first joined, I was really excited because I thought that Barry Sanders, uh, former uh, Detroit Lions running back, uh, was uh, throwing his hat in the old ring as uh, to be, you know, Maybe it's time we put an NFL, a future NFL Hall of Famer in the White House. That's what I thought would have been the whole, the whole steal, and I was on board. You know, my thing is I want to see less people soapboxing, and and I want to see more selfies. I want to see more people indulging themselves on Facebook, because you know we don't. I mean, so many people you, you can only say so much, and a lot of people. I mean, particularly the people that you and I know. We know that they don't know anything. I I know people from my hometown who've probably never met a black person. <laughs> and they whether they're for or against the police or whatever, chances are they don't have anything to say. So just be dumb. Just do a little brand building on Facebook. Just. That's what I am. I am all about brand building and on um and on Twitter. And to a lesser extent Instagram. Again, Instagram strictly uh, for my uh A plus selfies. Follow me, Nate A Star. Uh, the, the world, I think, would be a better place if we cared more about ourselves and stopped caring so much about what other people do. That's that's just me. That's oh, just me. preach, preach. <laughs> I uh, I am not a um, I just I'm not not into it. Uh, yep, Nate A Star, Nate A Star on Instagram. I had to double check. Uh, but yeah, follow me. I'll I'll accept you. Get ready for some selfies of me in my favorite chair. I'm pretty sure um, I have no security settings on my Facebook people. So if you just want to like follow me, just go for it. I don't even give a shit. Just you can also follow me on Facebook, Nate Star. I don't care. I like friends. You post yeah. post stupid shit, I'll unfriend you. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we can sever that tie right away. Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. But uh, I mean, for the most part, why not? You know, if you want to have some fun. But you're right. I think more people should post about things that they like. Everybody's afraid to like things now. Uh, that is why I like Google+. And this might be the only time you ever hear about Google+. <clears throat> it's um, Overall, Google+, is a sad, sorry place. But the one thing it has going for it is that it's well-organized toward interests. So if you're into a particular hobby, like me and tabletop gaming, it's very easy to build. I see you yawning, Nate. <laughs> it's easy to it's easy to build a nice, good community of people talking about the things that you like to talk about. So if you're tired of your second cousin or the aunt that you've never hung out with posting their political bullshit memes, 
Google Plus is a nice place to go to just get together with a bunch of people who like obscure shit that you're into. And that's, again, that's probably the only thing you'll ever hear about Google Plus. And I mean, you know, that's it. Honestly, uh, you know what I use Google Plus for? When I have to, when I can log into things and I don't have to create a new username and password. <laughs> and I don't want them to post on my behalf on Facebook. I'm sure, like, if you went to my Google Plus profile, it would talk about how much I love Slacker Radio. That's basically like, it'd be like, oh, Nate's listening to 60s on Slacker Radio. Nowadays. Yeah, that's uh, Replace Google Plus with Twitter and replace Slacker Radio with E24.com. And that's me. Oh, E24.com. That's where when you, when I get your tweets that say like, I just ordered ribs. Is that? Uh, yeah, the- that's, that's all E24. I get a chance to approve it, which is cool because for a split second, I kind of feel like, you know, like I'm a fucking boss. Because they'll be like, here's the tweet we've just generated about E24.com over. And I'm like, I guess that's sufficiently cheeky. You can post that on my behalf. Sufficiently <laughs> cheeky. Uh, I like it. Like, I have hearted that. That's the one thing I don't I don't like. The, I don't like the fact that they made the, they put the like on Twitter. It's like, you know what? If you liked it, you retweet it. That's how you knew you liked it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah. Again, going back to the earlier topic, I, I barely understand what a like even means anymore. Um, I don't really know how to make it any more clear. You liked it. Uh, like, but, like, what does that do? What does that mean? Like, nothing. It just means you literally, well, it would show up on your news feed, like your feed. Like if somebody went and visited your page, your Twitter page, it would show things that you've liked. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know Sinbad was on Twitter. Follow yeah. So really, it's just a way for the man to keep tracking you. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get yeah. it. It's garbage fart. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the um, yeah, I I am I do like Twitter. Twitter's great because you can really get in some choice interaction with brands, which I love to do. That's like, true. That's true. I will. I called out McDonald's two Christmases ago. For canceling the peppermint mocha, and I had a friend of the show, Chris Franz. I had her make a save the peppermint mocha uh, image. Uh, she does great work on a roll designs, um, and so she made that for me. And then I posted it on my Facebook, on the show page, on Twitter, on Yelp, on <laughs> on Dig dot com, on uh, Tumblr. On uh, on J date on, uh, <laughs> the, uh, but no, I I kept post I posted it like daily, all right. And I would tweet him. I'd just be like, right, are you gonna can are you canceling Christmas by not bringing back the peppermint mocha? Are you the Grinch? Do three ghosts need to come to your house, Mister McDonald? I I may need to do this this Christmas for spiced Pepsi. I fucking loved spiced Pepsi. Oh, all spiced yeah. Pepsi, yeah. And it's never been back since then, and I loved it so much. That's a good one. <clears throat> I think I would do a similar campaign if uh, Sierra Mist, which isn't called Sierra Mist anymore. It's called. It's like, not. Oh yeah, yeah. It's called like uh, like Lime Twist or some yeah. shit. Yeah, I noticed Lime that Twist Extreme. I noticed that on Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite news source. My my favorite source <laughs> for everything Pepsi product related. 
Uh, yeah, I, uh, they changed the name, and they actually the the great thing about Sierra Mist is that they actually used real sugar instead of artificial sweeteners, and then they actually abandoned that to become this extreme sporty uh, thing. For even though that's what they were, they were because Sierra Mist used to be slice. Yeah, my my <laughs> uh, my theory on this is I think Sierra Mist tasted too natural. They're like. You know what? I can't taste the corn syrup in this. We need to <laughs> need to sex this up a little bit. We need uh, to... I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> like just somebody just being like, "Hey, so uh, go ahead to give us a taste here." Hmm. Um, where is the corn syrup? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, we're missing something. All right, let's uh, go back to it's real sugar. Brandy. It's real sugar. Mm. Gross. Mm. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Real sugar, not sweet enough. <laughs> not sweet enough. Mm, nope. I, I want to actually make sure I I want it guaranteed. I will lose my teeth if I continue <laughs> drinking this. I, I uh, check my blood sugar after this, and if it's not north of two twenty, then <laughs> we're not doing. We're not doing. Um, the, uh, <laughs> north of two twenty. <220. laughs> that's uh, just like or just, I'm still like you'd have to drink like. An entire two liter, just like, just, like put a like a hamster ball in it, like when they, how they drink the water. So goes, dude, I shit you not, uh, three or four years ago, um, when I got diagnosed originally with diabetes, mm-hmm. they checked my blood sugar then, and I was at three thirty. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When I got diagnosed, yeah, and you know, because you don't know at the time, you're just, yeah, like, yeah. You're like, oh, huh. I'm constantly peeing. I'm always thirsty. I don't understand yeah. what's going on here. But uh, yes, I feel like my body's breaking down. Time to go <laughs> see a doctor. Oh, those were great mashed potatoes. I got so tired. <laughs> that was me being Panthro from that weird clip <laughs> on the Thundercats. You know, I just want to drink a gallon of milk straight from the bottle. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually wound up being like uh, I like at the time uh, we had Wick and we got um, like so many uh, bottles of juice, like an obscene amount of juice, and I would get like a juicy juice and I would just crack it open. I just but I because it was cold and wet in the middle of the night, and then I come to find out that I was actually making it way worse because yeah. I'm, I'm literally pounding 100% juice. Yeah. And uh so it was uh it was not the best move, but now I am uh, exercising every day. I'm lean and mean. So my thing is I just I've cut out all sugar except soda. Like I drink a couple of Pepsi's a day, but like I don't do any like candy or cookies or anything anymore and like even my normal foods, I try to keep it minimum. The aforementioned, once again, let's bring up Domino's and pizza. <laughs> uh, typically, I actually eat thin crust pizza now. Thin crust, yeah, because it's got the you know, less carbs. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'm not a big bread guy. I, I don't eat a lot of bread. Yeah. Um, I don't eat a lot. Of, like, my my two favorite carbs in the whole wide world are brewskis and ice cream. Those are it, man. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just like like. Like a like you could put like a pile of like green peppers or like a, like most raw vegetables here, and then like a pile of ribeye steaks here, and I'd be like, dinner is served. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and uh, for those just tuning in, this is talking sugars with <laughs> Nate Ned. 
It's the sugar beet. <laughs> Giving you all I need to know. Then put in like some shitty B-roll 90s hip-hop beat. Just like, it's the sugar beet. <laughs> we just want you to know if you can't stop consuming some kind of sugar product, you're not alone. Mm. Alone. Mm. Everybody, sugar, everybody's got a favorite. Like, if you say, if you meet somebody who's like, Oh, I, you know, I just, I don't, I don't like sweets. It's like, who, who are you fucking trying to impress? <laughs> who are you, who are you trying to win over with you? If, with your if I met somebody talk? like that right away, I would fucking call Homeland Security because that is mm. obviously a terrorist. That is seeing something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's the widest your eyes have been open all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> fucking terrorists. I will literally call Homeland Security. Uh, I like how, like, with ter- terrorism, it's like everybody's, like, proud to be a narc. Like, oh, I'll, I'll turn you in. I will snitch the <laughs> shit out of all of you. Uh, start snitching. That's actually the motto for Homeland Security. I get on the Metro at the Pentagon every day. Every day, man. I could just go right up to the security guards. <laughs> hey, he's one of them. That guy doesn't like any sugar. Mm-hmm. Go get him. We're on it. I asked I asked this guy if he wanted an Andy's Mint. He said no. <laughs> Thank you, citizen. Sick the do- sick, sick the dogs on. Because <laughs> honestly, come on, it's so it's thin. It's chocolate. It's mint. It's delight. It's cool. It's refreshing mint. It's not it is, like it it's is. not like a stagnant Christmas mint. You know? I know some people who don't like chocolate mints, but with Andy's mints, you got to make an exception. You got to oh, yeah. go for the exception. Yeah. I mean, you can not like Junior Mints, you know. All right. Yeah, yeah, Junior Mints. You know, they're they're not for everybody. I'll admit that. But Andy's yeah. sometimes I have been known to go to Olive Garden only for the Andy's Mints. <laughs> can I can I get can I get six Andy's Mints? Uh, um, just water <laughs> in the check, please. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> sir, uh, we usually only give one Andy's Mint per customer. Well, I see you would rather not have a tip. <laughs> that has not been my experience with Olive Garden. Typically, around around these parts, I think they try and give a bunch of Andy's mints as a way of like smoothing over the the uh, the diner server relationship. Like it's <laughs> smooth it over. Like okay, you know, I'm a, I'm a half hour late on their food. I got their order wrong. I'll give them eight Andy's mints, and all will be forgiven. <laughs> just say when, and she's just shaking. And I'm just... <laughs> And I'll be like, you know, the food was terrible and the wait was long, but look at all these mints. That was actually your Yelp review for the DC uh, Olive <laughs> Garden, Northside, Northside DC Olive Garden. Uh, food Arlington. was terrible. <laughs> Arlington food is terrible. Service is terrible. Plenty of mints. Would go again. Three and a half stars. Five stars. Hmm. <laughs> I that's what I loved. Uh, I think we we mentioned on the show before the Wharf reviews, the Wharf Yelp reviews on uh, yeah, yeah. Twitter page. It's how the parking is always shitty, <laughs> and I like to picture that's because he's parking the Enterprise. <laughs> that's good. I I prefer that. I, I always thought he was parking a shuttlecraft. Yeah, yeah. I just pictured like being like literally the entire <laughs> galaxy class Enterprise and just being oh, there's. This guy's taking up two spaces. I just picture him growling as he circles the the, the restaurant again and again. 
And some guy in a Tessa like sneaks into a spot. Razor's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to full he power. Finds a spot. Isn't it the he finds a spot and it turns out it's like the uh it's the pickup spot for the <laughs> <laughs> the pickup food. Yep, yep, curbside only. Yeah, curbside only. And like and Troy's like, You got more if you have to move. And Wolf's like, No one will notice. <laughs> Uh, where they'll be in and out. <laughs> uh, or you like you park in the curbside and order from the order from the app. What a dick <laughs> thing to do. Just be like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That's a pro move, man. I should try that sometime. <laughs> roll right up in there. Sup? Well, I was gonna dine in, but this is the only spot available. So uh, here we go. Beep boop boop beep boop boop. Because I'm using Ziggy uh, to, to dial in my uh, order. Sam. Well, let's keep track at home. That's two Quantum Leap references in one episode. That's right. That's right. I used to have the, the Ziggy app on my phone. I remember that. <laughs> you uh, you punch a bunch of buttons, and, and then it makes the leap noise. I didn't make much sense, because why, why would Ziggy be making the leap noise? Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that um, they read your letter about that. <laughs> Letters. <laughs> your campaign. You're, you're a regular Andy Dufresne with that app. <laughs> yep, I really. Uh, yep, I wrote four letters a day, and then they gave me. <laughs> then they gave me a record player and kindly asked me to stop. And that's when you upped it to six a day, all <laughs> snail mail. All snail mail. Yep. Yeah, hey, four hundred letters addressed to the guy who invented the Ziggy app. <laughs> and there's a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street reference. Happy holidays. We are all over the charts today. We are, we are all across the boards. Now, Ed, yeah. I was talking about this yesterday with uh, my wife, and um, she, uh, <laughs> we we were talking about this um, because, well, let me let me go back a little bit more and pre- a little more preface the um, the over the weekend. Um, I was uh, I was hanging out. Well, this is this is time stamping the show, but. Uh, oh, I was hanging out with uh, the great Brandino and his lovely wife Chris, and we were watching um, vintage commercials from the '80s and '90s, as we usually do. Mostly the '80s is what we watch, and um, they, uh, for whatever reason, we were just like, it came up on like a suggestion, like when you type in like a little bit, you know, uh, on your Google app, like through your yeah. Xbox, they'll be like, "Ooh, you mean this?" Mm-hmm. So like my suggestions are mostly porn related. Hi. <laughs> the uh, but it's always like uh, '80s commercials, and so like at the bottom it was like, "Oh, you mean like Christmas commercials from 1988?" And we're like, "How about yes? How about yes, we do?" And so we were watching them, and I so we watched like two hour blocks of nothing but commercials and promos of uh, uh, bumpers from the 80s and you know what i miss hmm. you know what i yeah you know you know you, you know what i miss <laughs> yeah can i can i just be honest for a second uh can i be uh, i miss when the the show like they have the whole cast and they'd all wish you happy thanksgiving you know like hey from all of us here at major dad happy holidays or happy thanksgiving <laughs> You know, what? What's so hard? What's so hard? From all of us here at uh, American Horror Story, have a happy Thanksgiving. 
<laughs> and it's just a bunch of like freaks. Just yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> they're all in costume and everything, and they just like, <clears throat> and it's like you know, oh, I'm mud face. Uh, my face is made of mud. I don't. I'd have never watched the show. I, 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 did, I think that'd be scary to see a guy whose face was made of mud. I think it would. <laughs> a real life clay face, if you will. If you will. But, you know, just like, you know, just, just throw it out there. What's the guy doing? That could take 20 seconds? You know? Hey, everybody, uh, we're just doing uh, right over here the first season. We're, you know, first day recording. But, you know, we're going to be on at Thanksgiving. So uh, let's, hey, everybody, just wish the people who watch us a happy Thanksgiving. Boom. Hey, thanks. I'll tell you this. Um, <clears throat> recently, I've begun rewatching. Well, I've begun watching The Simpsons. It's been a good 20 years or so since I've watched The Simpsons. Wow. So I started with, like, the latest season, and I've been working backwards, like, memento-style through The Simpsons. <laughs> and uh, it is nice. It is nice to see the, the passing of time in those shows, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> like, their Halloween episodes and how each of them, they do the funny, like, Halloween pun names in their credits. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's a fun way to go about things, and I, I enjoy it immensely. It is. I am a big like. What are they on like now? Twenty five on the Treehouse of Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven seasons. Twenty seven. This this Halloween. Uh the 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 latest season is season twenty seven. Oh, so this this fall will be twenty eight. Right, right. This fall will be twenty eight, and uh, I've watched all of season twenty seven and twenty six, and I've begun twenty five, and uh, they're not all keepers. Everything you've heard about this is not being funny anymore. It's not inaccurate, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what: when they get it right, dear God, they get it right. I mean, it is it is crazy funny sometimes. When when it's good, it's really good. Well, when it's bad, it's really bad. There have been a couple of episodes that have been so bad that even at thirty minutes long, I couldn't finish them. I'm like, fuck, this, this is terrible. Yeah. But there have been some really great episodes, so I, I do recommend at least giving it a try, or at least asking me for a recommendation. Which I'll tell you right now, season twenty six. Episode four, I believe, is called The Relationship, and it has a guest spot by Nick Offerman, and it is fucking hilarious. Probably I, uh, I did actually see that one, because uh, uh, when you posted, a clip, you posted a clip or like a, you know, a gif of it or something, and I was like, oh, I do remember watching that on, on, on the Hulu. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there are some definitely some keepers. A lot of groaners, though. <laughs> well, I mean, when you think about it, like we just said, 28 28 years, yeah. like, like I think, like, uh, I think it was, like, what, like, Gunsmoke was on for, like, 20 years, mm-hmm. and, like, every, and like, how many how many episodes about Cowboys can you make for 20 years? Yeah, and then the yeah. other side of it, too, is that when you do a show that long, you're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't with every episode, where <clears throat> if you're not true to the characters and the setting and the mythos that you've created, then you're betraying the whole show. But if you try and do something different, then you're not paying attention to that mythos. So you're kind of stuck between either phoning it in or doing something different and ignoring what you've done for the past 20 plus years. So I understand why some of the episodes are groaners. It doesn't change the fact that they're groaners, but still, it's a thing that happens. Right. What happens after you watch so many episodes of The Simpsons is that you get immersed in the world of it. And like Springfield at this point, 27 seasons in is a real fucking place. Like all of the characters are still there and they're still doing the same shit they've always done. And it feels almost like a virtual reality when you really get deep into it. Like I have. (laughs) So it's, uh, it's not always great, but it's, there is a certain kind of endearing quality to seeing 
for example, B-Man <laughs> still doing his B-Man thing <laughs> every goddamn episode. He's, uh, he's on the Telemundo, so... Yes. And of course, my favorite character of all time has been and always will be Milhouse. <laughs> really? Really? Milhouse is your favorite? Milhouse is my favorite character. Not just Milhouse, the entire Milhouse family. The ongoing jokes about how pathetic his father is never cease to make me laugh every time. Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> hey, Dad, I'm on TV. Don't mention that I'm your dad. It makes it look extra pathetic when I'm selling peanuts at the, at the games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I sleep in a race car bed. Do you? I sleep in a big bed with my wife. Classic. Classic. I actually, one of my favorite lines that I, I still use now, uh, whenever I talk to anybody about going someplace lame or like joining a lame club, is, uh, I believe it's from Millhouse's dad, where I'm like, yeah, this is the break room. Stay out of here unless you like losing at cribbage. <laughs> My favorite bit, I posted my favorite bit last night on Facebook. It's where uh, Milhouse and Lisa go to a football game, and they're sitting up close to this to the bench. And Milhouse is like, from here you can hear the football players swear. And then off screen, one football player goes, I'm going to kick your ass, Milhouse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, all right. I'm laughing, and... <laughs> My, you have warmed my the cockles of my jaded heart. Yes, yes, give it a try sometime. When you're <laughs> I, bored, it's only a half hour long. Oh, that is good. I mean, that's the thing. You know, it's like you go onto FXX, uh, the app, and yes. they're all there. They're all, you know, you go the on the entire series. Not only is the entire series there in FX now, you can actually there's a random button, so you can just play a random episode if you don't want to binge watch the whole goddamn there you thing. Go. Like I am. There you go. A guy would be uh, like uh, the Jay Sherman one. I think is a really great crossover to a. They they've crossed over just about everything with mixed levels of success. <laughs> Every animated series I think has had some weird cameo at least. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was one not too long ago. Um, some new show, some Mort show. I think Miracle was talking about it before. Something about a, like a scientist from the oh Rick and, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, yeah, they did a Rick and Morty crossover for their couch gag, which was actually really funny. That show is fantastic. And uh, if you're like me, and you love your swears, check out Rick and Morty. Uh, I'm going to have to, based on the crossover alone, I'm going to have to check Rick and Morty. It is, uh, it is, uh, I mean, sometimes it gets fucking real. It gets pretty... (laughs) It, you're just well, like, oh, really what? Yeah, thanks for that, man. And then, uh, but I mean, other times it's just great, good-natured rips on science fiction and and every uh, every pretty much every every episode of the Twilight Zone has been her- hilariously eviscerated. Uh, I mean, outside of like uh, the 17, let's I believe Twilight Zone ran for three years, and they did approximately 900 episodes involving Santa. If I'm, I'm, I'm not sure of my math on that, but uh, it's pretty close. Hey, where are the weird shows these days? I, was, I used to love that shit. Outer Limits, Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt. Um, 
that you also have Hulu, because I use your Hulu. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just, uh... Hey, viewers at home, if you're interested in some Hulu... Look... Yeah. That's I don't a... shit. Patreon. You want to use Eddie's Hulu? You want to see what Eddie... Patreon? <laughs> you want to see what Eddie and I watch on Hulu? At the uh, at the ten dollars a month tier, you get to use my, my Hulu. You get to use my commercial. Not only the sweet ad free Hulu with Showtime added, you get to look at our show history and get to and get to decide who's been watching what. Because it's me, it's Trost, it is my ex wife Cecily, and it is uh, I think Jason is watching on it too. No, he's not because he complains about commercials on Hulu. Yep. So he's got his own thing going on. But yeah. A wide cast of KG characters uses my Hulu, and if you want to get in on that, Patreon coming soon. Yeah, yeah, get on that. So you're like, oh, I'm watching, I'm watching uh, this show, this British, uh, this British cop show, just like Natros probably does. Yeah, and there was like some show about cooking or something, or about desserts or cakes, and I'm like, mm-hmm. is that a Cecily show, or is that a Star Family show? I mean, the great holiday, the great holiday bake off. Yeah, I think that, that was, was uh, that, that was, was uh, I think that was, that was, uh, that was, uh, my wife, um, watched that one night, but yeah. Star family special. Yeah. Uh, the comedians with Billy Crystal and Josh Gad, that one oh, season. Yeah, that's now. definitely you. That's definitely That is, oh, I'll tell you this. I can't, I will not stop. I, I will, I will tell anyone. I'm like, oh, you got Hulu? Here's something you need to check out. Or I consider that say, seeing something. Cause it is the, it was a dude. It was an absolute riot, and I cannot. I feel bad that I didn't. Why well, didn't sound like I've had? I haven't had cable in like three years. But oh man, what a great show! And it just completely got ignored and brushed aside. And it was I'll have to give that a look. Uh, so I funny, Josh Gad. I did not realize he was so hilarious. You may remember that's Josh Olaf. Quite funny. That's Olaf from Frozen. Which, I, uh, I remember him better as the uh, slightly perverted roommate on um, Love and Other Drugs. Oh, I'm not familiar. That was uh, a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Hmm. Came out, I want to say, late 2009, but it was, it was a good film. And the, Josh uh, Gatt's still showing it. Um, he was in Pixels as the guy who was into this uh, video game vixen. And uh, what was great about it is I was like, oh, man, that's, you know, when I realized who it was, I was like, that's Josh Kidd, that's Olaf. And um, so I was like, oh, hey, kids, that's Olaf. Olaf's, uh, you know, is in the movie. And it was just like, as soon as those words escape her mouth, it's the scene where he's dry humping the stage thing and everybody wants to rule the world. <clears throat> so so I was like, yeah, that's, that's Olaf fucking the stage. You know, <laughs> if I'm in a situation where a gun is held to my head and I have to watch Pixels, now I have something to look forward to in that scenario. <laughs> hey, Pixels is great if you were, uh, if you were like, um, Grown Ups was a little too smart for me. <laughs> that's just a little too cerebral for the old noodle. That's an obscure throw there, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people you're talking to on that one. Well, come on. David Spade's in it. Uh, I, hey, uh, Kevin James. From, uh, Game of Thrones. Girl, yeah, see, I've never, I've never seen an episode. Uh, here's one fact about Naders. Never seen an episode of Lost. Never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. You can live without Lost. But, uh, you know, once your kids are going to high school and, like, they're of an age, 
You'd be watching Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, you know, here's the thing. What's that? Hey, here's the thing. Uh, you know, Game of Thrones it sounds all well and good, but you know, kind of like westerns. So that's why I was all hey, about I, the Westworld coming out. I mean, I'm really Westworld looks phenomenal, and I totally get it. Uh, so another part. I mean, this is at the twenty dollars tier on Patreon, but I have HBO Go. Boom. I see. What I like is how these things cost roughly the amount of the thing. So, but this is so much more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like you're watching it with us. We're all hanging. It's like we're hanging out virtually. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you have access to free HBO Go, so I highly recommend some rainy day to at least give the pilot a try. So at least you could say you're part of the zeitgeist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another show. As long as we're talking about HBO Go. I wanted to bring this up. It's on my notes. The Night of is a phenomenal show. It's a uh, it's a mini series. It's only seven episodes long. There are no multiple seasons to it or anything. And it's a classic whodunit murder mystery. Mm, nice. All the way from the kid making the bad mistake to waking up the next morning and not knowing what's going on to go into prison, to surviving in a maximum security prison, he's this nice normal kid, to dealing with all the bullshit that goes into a, to a trial, he's in a high profile murder trial, he's got lawyers fighting for his attention, John Tortoro, guaranteed Emmy this year, I well actually the Emmys were already Yeah, they're done, done. Alright, so if he didn't win it this year, he, he might not have won it this year because of the time but whenever his moment comes along, Golden Globes, definitely. He does a phenomenal performance. The whole show is fantastic. And again, it's only seven episodes. So I highly recommend at least trying out the trailer. You will not be disappointed. Hmm. Wow, that does sound good. I do love me a good whodunit. It is, it is a very, it is a murder mystery courtroom drama in the classic tradition of fucking Law and Order and uh, and a few good men and the whole tradition of, of courtroom dramas and, you know, on-the-level crime drama. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Nice, nice. Uh, that sounds – that does actually sound pretty good. I, yeah, um, recommend it. I mean, obviously, uh, Stranger Things Mania is running wild. Stranger Things is a fantastic <clears throat> show as well. I do recommend that. Um don't get so caught up on the whole '80s thing. Like, it's just a good show on its own, right? Like, well, don't... yeah, it's not, and it's not like the Goldbergs, where uh, which is an ABC sitcom set in the '80s, which isn't in your face about it. They don't hit you head over the head like right. that '80s show, which, to my dying day, I want to see every copy of it burned. I want all of it. It's like it's on Hulu right now. You can watch it, and then you watch it, and I want you to come to me and go, "Oh, you're right." That was diarrhea film for a half hour. It was <laughs> the worst. It is. It hurt my brain. But anyway, the Goldbergs, much like uh, Fresh Off the Boat, those things are set in the 80s and the 90s, and they talk about 80s and 90s things. They aren't ham-fisting about it. Well, the Goldbergs, sometimes they get a little ham-fisty. But, uh, but Stranger Things does a nice job because it's just like, it's kind of like you don't think about it being in the 80s necessarily other than when they say things like, Oh, hey, you want to go see E.T., that movie that just right. came out? It's yeah, and then, the, the, and then the the opening episode, the pilot, where they're playing Dungeons & Dragons or a, a game similar. 
being a D&D geek myself, I know it's not D&D, but <laughs> they are playing a D&D-esque game to right. evoke the, uh, the, the atmosphere, and it does, it does do the work. Well, I mean, if you look at, like, um, uh, one of my all-time now favorite shows, uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, me too. Agreed completely. It is, uh, what's great about Breaking Bad is it's like you get the idea that it's set during present day. Right. But yet, nobody owns a real smartphone. Everybody yeah, yeah. has all burners, all the computers are like 95, 96. Right, right. But it's like, but everything else, it's just like, oh, that's now, that's, you know, because it's in this weird, beautiful nexus, and that's where Stranger Things is. It's where it's like, you know what, I lived in northern Michigan. This could easily be happening right now in Houghton Lake. That's, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a very good point, and and especially the case with Breaking Bad, that show kind of transcends time. Like mm-hmm. they, like it, that show, for all intents and purposes, takes place in the present, but they use flip phones, like you said, and they do that because it's part of a it's a stylistic choice made by Vince Gilligan and the people in the show, and it it works beautifully with that show. And you're right, absolutely, it works the same way with Stranger Things. The show. It takes place in the 80s, I guess. But really, it's more about the style of the 80s than the actual time or, or place of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the big thing. It's, um, and I think that's what also makes it just like, it makes it that much better. Because how different would that show have been is if everybody would have been like, oh, let me take a picture of the monster with the, with the mouth and the blue. Yeah, and, you know, or if they would have been like, if it would have been like, oh, let me text, let me text my friend. No, yeah, ain't no texting. That's what. Yeah, now, yeah it's an interesting challenge that I look forward to <clears throat> as as time goes on. How we integrate all of today's technology into classic storytelling, you know, because nowadays you have the world at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. So, in the old, you know, even as recently back as the '90s, you know. If you needed to know something, you had to go to a fucking library and you had to yeah. talk to a librarian and you had to like make phone calls and you don't have to do oh, yeah. that anymore, which makes detective shows or mystery shows a little bit more boring, a little less engaging. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. What happens? What, what, ha- what does with that? Yeah. There we go. Good modern drama. Again, I, you know, I'll bring it right back. The night of is a good way to do it. That, that takes place in the modern day and. It doesn't shy away from all that shit either. So um, that's a good example. Uh, Again, another good reason to watch that show. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, because I remember it was uh, like mid 2000s where like phones were still flip phones. Mm -hmm. And um, I get a call from uh, Derby, a.k.a. Big Steve. Right. And the call goes like this. Hey, what was the name of that sitcom that used to be on Fox where they were aliens and the dad was in this like silver cube thing? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's called Out of This World. And he's like, thank you. Boom, call over. That was it. That was that was me being Google for him because yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, I know who will know the answer to this. Yeah, and that's great TV. That's great storytelling. Yeah, now. now awesome that we have google on our fucking phone yeah, now i'm just like but it's mm, also yeah it makes for a very boring tv show to be like tell me your secrets <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing Ugh. i cannot tell you my secrets i am sorry i don't have sorry obviously because i i eat google o's 
That's you're not it. you're not missing anything. I mean, I never use Siri for shit. <laughs> do you, you ever do the things that you that, you know they tell you? Hey, say this to Siri, and then it does the thing. I did that like the week I got the iPhone. I think five, the one that had Siri on it for the first time. And since then, I'm up to the six S now, and I haven't. I half the time I'm usually pretty pissed when Siri comes on. I'm like, God damn it, Siri! I I'm just trying to press a button. <laughs> <laughs> But then she's like, Kaldan Warlord, what is the problem? <laughs> That's what I told. I was told to call you. <laughs> what a horrible thing to pick, Ed. <laughs> That's what it is. Because it's real. <laughs> All right, so now we have been um, blabbing, yuck yucking it up. You think we were? We're high on friendship. That's what we are. We uh, are on the friendship. Mm-hmm. All aboard. The ship friend. Hmm. <laughs> The um yeah, so we've been going about hour and twenty three minutes total. Yeah, it might be time to uh or wrap this up to say hit, hit our hit that hit that marquee segment and then call it a night. Dum dee dum dee dum dee dum dee dum Uh yeah, so are you talking about uh the galaxy's number one party game? Is that what you mean? I'm talking about the universe's number one party and game. The universe is for Which may or may not be larger than I, the galaxy. I, I don't I don't I don't know the difference. I'm not I'm not science. Right? I uh, I'm not Stephen Hawking. <laughs> All right. I'm not uh I'm not uh Tyson. Yeah. Whatever his full name is. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I I am I'm a little drunk. I cannot uh, I'm not I'm not Carl Sagan. Hey. All right. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Doogie Hauser. All right. All right, I'm not uh Star Wars. Okay, I'm not Jonathan Star Trek. I don't. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, I'm All not right. Babylon Five. <laughs> no one's Babylon Five. No one purposely picked Babylon Five is last picked of all science fiction everything, and that's including Pigs in Space, The Muppet Sketch. You take every sci-fi TV show and you put them on the fence, and you pick teams for kickball. Babylon Five's out. Babylon is last picked. Yeah, and that's like that's like beating Star uh, Sequest DSV. That's beating uh, like Farscape. That is uh, that's all of them. Anything. Uh, uh, we're talking like Weird Science, the series. It is. Sorry, gotta pick. Gotta pick Weird Science. I mean, it's a tough pick at the end. You know, like I, it's my pick, and I gotta choose between Farscape or Babylon Five, and I'm like, gonna have to go with. Farscape on that. <laughs> oh, God. and then there's this awkward silence as Babylon Five marches over to your team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you play. Have we uh, ourselves a ball game? You're uh, you're outfield. <laughs> Get out there, far out there. All the way up. Sequest, Sequest, you're playing center. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. All right, but uh, we're not talking about any of those. Uh, sci-fi programs uh <laughs> we are talking about none other than hey what you drinking hey what you drinking is a uh, simple it's perfect for kids from ages one to 92 kids above 92 and under one are ineligible uh you go around the room you ask everybody what they're drinking and you might find a new favorite or you might taste it again for the first time and now you're you're playing the deadly one-on-one variant tonight yeah the, uh, hmm, i'm gonna ask uh, uh, so, uh, give a, what are you drinking? I, um, as I often do for this show, I like to, 
<clears throat> kick it up a notch, get something a little special. So tonight, I picked up a little of the Trony Trone. Whoa, Patron. whoa. And I do mean little, as this is a very tiny bottle, yeah. yet it cost me a very large amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> But most it, Patron does. Oh, yeah. Patron is extraordinarily expensive, but it is expensive for a reason because it is so, so good. Case in point, I am up to shot number five here on the old Joker glass. Ooh, nice. I like that. Love that Joker. Yeah, it is a nice glass. <laughs> I got this at a comic book shop in Arlington. Oh, uh, get out of here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I'm on shot five, and I'm just barely fucked up. Like, it's just it's a nice, smooth drunk. Like, if I were on my fifth shot of Evan Williams whiskey, which is my normal standard drink, I would be picking my ass up off the floor right now. But like, right, right. And, like, it's it's smooth and it's strong and it's good. And there's a reason why it's in all the hip-hop songs. And even, you know, here's the thing. It's actually even some country songs. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, that's how good Patron is. It bridges the gap. Mm-hmm. If uh, if Patron were a cop, we wouldn't have half the problems we have today. Yeah, that's us getting political. Hot, hot <laughs> that's take. about it. That's, that's hot it. takes. Uh, hot takes. So yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Hey, Nate. No, hey, why turn already? Oh, what you drinking? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um, actually, I'm. I'm drinking for two. <laughs> I'm drinking two different things. I'm kind of going Ooh, back and forth. Two different things. I should have to ask you twice. <laughs> I see this. See this. Club this, chill. This is club chill. Is that, is that a 52 ounce uh, cup there? Yeah, this is a 52 ounce. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Boom. 64, 64 ounce. Ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know this, I I only know this from Nate holding the bottle up to his head, but 64 ounces is roughly the size of a human head. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a full gallon. Yeah. If you want to know how big your brain is, it's approximately 64 ounces. Yeah, you could put a brain in here. You could probably put a brain in there. What's in that 64 ounces there, Nate? Uh, Lemon water. Lemon water. All right. All right. I drink uh, I drink a gallon of water a day, and sometimes two, uh, and then I pee for seven straight hours. <laughs> and, like uh, uh, like Austin Powers, that scene. Yep, like yep, yep, my favorite scene in probably all of film history, because that's <laughs> that's me every morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I drink I'm drinking the lemon water, and when I'm not when I'm done with lemon water, I move on over to delicious Diet Pepsi. The new Diet Pepsi that's aspartame-free, because I don't think I'm getting poisoned. I don't know how you're drinking that this late. If I were to drink a two-liter of Diet Pepsi this late, there would be no sleep. There would be no sleep. You know, if I, if I ever need to fall asleep, um, usually what I'll do is I'll put on a uh, comedy special that I've seen like a hundred times. Because mm. then, I, you know, it's on and it's something to look at. Um... But, you know, I know all the jokes, so I can just kind of, like, let my mind wander. But, hey, if you are looking for something, now... I was about to say, I I would love to hear your recommendations for a good comedy stand-up special. Oh, um, right now, if you you have the Netflix, um, all of Jim Gaffigan's specials are available to view on Netflix, and they're all hilarious. I mean, Gaffigan never fails to make me laugh. All right, I will give that a try. Um, Also on Netflix... 
a couple of Louis C.K.'s specials are on, mm-hmm. and I've watched them multiple times. Louis C.K. is probably my favorite all-time comic. Yeah, Phenomenal. Yeah. Again, also to HBO Go, for those of you who have it, uh, Amy Schumer's Live from the Apollo nice. is a phenomenal special. I've watched that shit twice, and I die laughing both times. She is, uh, she is quite hilarious. I also... Uh... It used to be on there. I don't know if it still is, but Chelsea Peretti's one of the greats. That one's a good special. I think I've seen um, that. Uh, what was a, a special that I just watched recently? Oh, actually, uh, Gary Goleman. Gary Goleman, former. Uh, he was on Last Comic Standing. Very mm-hmm. funny comedian. Uh, he has two specials. I love them both. Uh, In This Economy. And I think the other one, I think it's About Time, I think is what the other one's called. But both, uh, I mean, if you just search for Gary Goldman, watch them both, and then thank me uh, in the form of gift cards and um, to B-dubs. And, um, but yeah, they're both, you know, those are all great. Anytime you can find any classic uh, comedians, but I mean, don't watch like Sam Kinison. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> After you're uh, done uh, pissing yourself laughing from our little show. Yeah, yep, and you need to come down. You need to... Yeah, you need, you, need a, you need a palate cleanser. Go check out some of these professional comedians. <laughs> the people who uh, get paid to do this. Uh, the people uh, actually... who inspire us. You know, yes. we all got to start somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Look, I'm Zoidberg. Um, uh, yeah, what I was going to say is there's this thing on Netflix that's called Slow TV. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, big in uh, the Netherlands, I believe, uh, or Norwegian. And um, there is an eight-hour program, and it's a train ride. It's literally watching, like, they set up a camera in one of the windows, and you watch a train go from one city to a city that's eight hours away, real time. Holy you want to fall asleep? You got uh, relaxing, you got a nice picture to look at, you got the relaxing sounds of the train, some like, you know, murmuring of people behind you, but mostly it's the clickety-clack of the tracks, and you get to see some gorgeous scenery that you're not going to get to see if you never leave uh, your home. That sounds amazing. I'm probably going to legit check that out. Yeah, slow TV. Now, there's also one, because they have Fireplace for Your Home, which is the fireplace that you put on at the holiday season, and so then they had another one uh, where... The whole idea, you know, the, what it is, is like uh, it's like you're building a fire, and then all these people come in, and so I was acting like they were standing in front of me, uh, like I just built the fire, and then they all come into my house. I'm like, excuse me, like, see, I was I was here first, and uh, then, but but anyway, so all these people come in, and then it zooms in on the fire, and then they just start talking about the fire, and it was super distracting to me because first of all. It's not in English, so there's subtitles along the bottom. Really took me out of it personally. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So first of all, you're telling me how great the fire is. I, I can see how, like, <laughs> I actually was getting wound up very late. I can see how great the fire is. <laughs> I don't need you telling. I just if if you're blind, is that what this is for? If it like fireplace for your home for the blind. <laughs> oh, the wood stacks so neatly. Oh, it's burning real even now. I'm so glad we used the used the wadded up newspaper. I thank you. I could... This might be all the Patron, but uh, if I were in that situation, I'd be yelling at 3PO to tell them to get away. <laughs> 3PO, tell them you're going to be a golden god. <laughs> tell them I'm not impressed 
with them and anything they do. Tell them you're really getting pissed off. You're going to use your magic powers. <laughs> do it! And then for some reason I take off my pants. <laughs> and then I'll show you a good goddamn ball player is. So, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> check out Slow T. That's the worst pitch ever. I think at the beginning of the night, it was real solid, really low. You could tell we love dominoes, but then by the end, I'm like, ah, got that fucking thing. Hey, check it out, though. <laughs> not, the, not the fireplace one, but check out the other one. That's way better. It's, way it's... better. Now, here are some more not recommendations for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what you don't do? Don't buy Oreos from Aldi. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. Halloween Oreos? It's just food coloring. Mm. Fuck it. Mm. Just it get is. the normal stuff. Save yourself a couple bucks. Save yourself a couple bucks. <laughs> you know, no, no. Spend the extra buck and get double stuffed. Because what are you doing buying regular Oreos? That'd be right. like, you know, it's like, why, why are you buying, why are you buying like whole bean coffee? It's you can buy a ground. You're saving a step. Oh, it tastes, no, you, you know, fuck it. You don't know. You can't tell. Go big or go home. That's go big or go home. Go go Maxwell House or get out of my face. That's what I say. Uh, hey, so Teddy Roosevelt loved it. So he coined the phrase. Good little S drop. But uh, all right. So I think uh, I think we're done here, Ed. I think I, uh, I think yeah. we've, uh, we've uh, exhausted everything that two people can have a conversation about. Um Two men enter, two men leave. I'm gonna <laughs> two men. Yes, yeah. The uh, the debates. That's actually the new. <laughs> that's how the debates. Uh, that's how they're gonna do it from now on. Uh, just this weird like Thunderdome, and everybody's in suits. We what? started this. We started this episode as good friends. Turns out that's how we're leaving the episode. That's that's how it's that's how we're leaving it. Nothing much has really changed. I. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is this has been fun. I I think. Um, this is um, a very nice my dinner with Andre quality. It is uh, <laughs> it is uh, very see two guys sat down. It's like comedians in the car with coffee. Except oh yeah, no I, I was kind of thinking uh, I was thinking my date with Drew. You ever <laughs> see that the documentary about dating Drew Barrymore? I did not. And uh, what I really like is how we're pumping ourselves up on the show. Just like hey, aren't you glad? Are you you should be feel good that you listened to the whole thing. Good yeah, if you. you've made it this far, congratulations. You you probably have what it takes to destroy the One Ring. <laughs> yep, you could literally walk the from the Shire to the Gates of Mordor. Just stroll right through that. Bullshitting your whole way through it. <laughs> Shots of Patron. Just like, just picture now, just like, like Gandalf the White and <laughs> and Frodo just being like, so you know, so you have a superpower. What is it? <laughs> Sam slugging down some Diet Pepsi. Like, so, so yeah, the fireplace thing fucking sucks, but check it out anyway. Yeah. Oh, you know what power I wish I'd have? It's to make potatoes appear at will. <laughs> what Lord of the Rings character is that? That's uh, that's my new uh, that's Cockney Joe. That's a that's that Cockney Hobbit who uh, isn't liked by any member of the company. But he he care he's he's real strong. He's, yeah, yeah. And, like, he's got the best, like, car or something. Yeah, like, he's got the best cart. It's he's so got, like, smooth. He's got some kind of resource that the Fellowship needs, so they put up with him. 
<laughs> hey, we go. Hey, so I was looking at a couple of beds yesterday. <laughs> oh, here we go. I was like, I got one ring for you. And by that, <laughs> I mean the ring around my penis. And they were like, gross. And I was like, yeah, to look back, that wasn't quite very good. <laughs> uh, makes it sound like I got a problem, like an STD on my willy or something. Hmm. Is this is this your interpretation of if Ricky Gervais was in the uh, fellowship? Uh, like a Cockney Ricky Gervais. Yeah, a Cockney <laughs> Ricky Gervais. Okay, well, I mean, if he wrote it, that's what. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, so let's uh, let's close this guy down. Let's shut her down, Ed. Shut her down, Nate. <sighs> shut her down. It's the old shut her down. All right. So on behalf of Eddie, Bad the Giblet, that is me, and myself, this is Nate saying, have a great night. And we'll see you next time.